Live with CDP Sports Talk, a weekly sports and entertainment podcast sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet. Live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And on audio via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Radio Public, and TuneIn. Now, here's your host, Chris Palme. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 45, overall 320th episode of Live with CDP Sports Talk, sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet Dealership at 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Check out barrycollin.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles, or give them a call at 519-824-0210, or email them at info at barrycollin.com as well live with cdp sports talk is on on weeknights from 8 p.m to 9 p.m on radio station wqee 99.1 fm in metro atlanta the home of southern talk and sports uh good afternoon everybody on this uh hard to believe thursday september 28th i still don't know what happened to june july and august and now september is pretty well gone but i'm looking forward to my guest today uh this is her second time on my show and her name is marissa lanchek she's a radio personality and a voiceover coach out of boston and she's currently doing uh six cities and six radio stations as well and uh she's a huge boston sports fan as well so we're going to bring on my guest marissa hey good afternoon marissa how you doing not too bad thanks for having me How's uh, how things in Boston right now? Uh, well, I uh, well that that is one thing I will correct real quick because like I I do a lot of stuff in Boston. I'm actually um, just outside uh, in in Albany, New York area. Um, so okay, yeah. but I was in Boston for three years. So I think the last time we talked, I may have still been kind of back and forth there. Uh, but the pandemic brought me back this way. So uh, still still doing plenty in Boston. I'm on mix ninety uh, mix one zero four one there, and um, you know get back there multiple times a year. So it's fun. <laughs> How do you how how's the how's the adjustment being in Albany then? I mean, this is home. This has always been home. This is where I grew up. So you know, when when COVID hit and lockdown happened, and you know the world got weird, it's it was just I knew I was I was already in job trans trans uh, transformation. So like I was in this process where I was going to be moving to Hartford, Connecticut. And I was still going to be doing a couple different stations part time in Boston. So I was doing a little traveling. That was the plan for 2020. And, and then when the pandemic started, I, I hadn't even signed anything for the full time opportunity yet. So it was like, all right, well, I don't know when that's going to now start. So I'll, I'll go home. I'll go back to Albany and I'll bring some supplies and stuff to my family. And, you know, I'll just stay there for a couple weeks and, and help out. And uh, a couple weeks turned into a couple months turned into, well, I can't keep holding on to this apartment in Boston. It's very expensive and I don't have a job. And, you know, it's like, I don't even know where I'm really supposed to be, but I, I own a house here in Albany. So it's like, the, what made the most sense was eventually my tenant that I had renting my house moved on and, and I got back in and, um, you know, I, I kind of thought it was just going to be a temporary situation still, but you know, the, the opportunities that I, I had had gone away and, uh, it was, it was now going to be a, a rebuild process. So for me, it's, 
it's been comfortable being home because it's home. Um, home has its downfalls. Uh, you know, it's like, I, I yes. have a lot, of, a lot of triggers around home, uh, but you know, it is always, it's always like still a comforting place to be because my family's here and all my support system. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's allowed me, uh, to have a safe space and, and the opportunity to rebuild. So, you know, that's, that's, I think the best thing I can say about being here. And Albany's not far from New York City, and it's what maybe three, four hours from Boston. No, it's I'm not guessing? even. It's two, and it's it's we're like the central point for a lot of places. It's you know we're kind of um, right in the middle between New York City. It's about two and a half hours to New York. It's about two and a half hours to Boston. I think it's like three and change to Philly. Um, you know, so there's there's some major stuff happening around us, but they call they call Albany Smallbany for a reason because it, it might be the capital, but <laughs> there's not a whole lot going on around here. <laughs> you do you do have a hockey team, and I think American Hockey League team, and also you have a lacrosse team there. And I I might even yeah. come down to Albany because the National Lacrosse League I really got into it. It's a combination of hockey and basketball. So if you ever get yeah. a chance to check out a Firewolves game, I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I've gone to uh, the, the hockey team based out of Adirondack. Uh, I've gone there, uh, Adirondack okay. Thunder. Um, you know, we, we did have a football team uh, that was was pretty good. And then Antonio Brown got involved. And uh, <laughs> we went from having a championship season to <laughs> to being kicked out of the league because of Antonio Brown. So he's a gem. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like coming up to central New York. I've been up through Syracuse. I've been to the baseball hall of fame in Cooperstown. And I yeah, just find it. I think it's a beautiful drive. I've even gone on a bus trip through to New York, through Syracuse and through everywhere up in that, that area. I think it's a great area. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, there's definitely a lot of stuff like road trip wise that you can get to from here. And, uh, and obviously with the fall season, you know, kind of in full swing and the colors changing on the leaves and, you know, we get a lot of leaf peepers that come through the area. Um, a lot of people love the Lake George area, uh, you know, to, to go and, uh, you know, have some vacationing, especially in the summertime. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff right around here. And I covered some minor league baseball this year for the Blue Jays farm team in Buffalo. And I think next year I'm going to try to do some games in Rochester and in Syracuse as well. So very good. Very good. Definitely. I'm getting my opportunities, but Marissa, I wanted to ask you, can you just tell my audience here? um, Actually it's an international show now, but can you just tell them a little bit about yourself quickly and uh, some of the latest news and uh, now being on the mix 94.1 FM in Canton, Ohio. And how did that come about? Uh, You know, like I was saying, I mean, this, these last couple of years have been a roller coaster ride. So like the brief synopsis of me, I've been in radio since 2004. I've done commercial work since then. Um, You know, I've done a little bit of longer form, you know, recording here and there. I've done a couple different podcasts of my own. I um, I do so the voice coaching company that I do stuff for as well, where I, I teach uh, voice acting lessons. Um, You know, I do their, their podcast as well. It's called voice coaches radio. Uh, so I do a lot of different things. And, and as I was trying to rebuild during the pandemic, I, I mean, to me, I thought a lot of the radio stuff was going to be out of reach. Uh, and I, I say that simply because, you know, throughout the, the pandemic and, you know, when we weren't able to go anywhere. It's like all these businesses stopped advertising. So it was just radio relies on that. I mean, that's why it's free for everybody to listen to. Right. So it's like, you know, the moment that people stopped advertising radio started cutting jobs, like 
in in herds it was like thousands of jobs every couple of weeks you would see like this person's like go oh, this one and I, it was just like crumbling and and i you know as the person who has been doing this my entire adult life i was just kind of like oh crap there there goes everything <laughs> right um so i was just kind of looking at what else am i passionate about and i I was looking through jobs and opportunities and like one popped up to teach voice acting uh, lessons. And, and it was one of those things where I'm like, I mean, I'm not, I don't consider myself a teacher or a coach, but let's just see what happens. And, you know, I, I did a couple interviews with those guys. The next thing you know, it's like, I got hired full time. And the day that I started there, I actually kind of, I checked my email on like a lunch break and it was my boss in Boston who had said, hey, I think your email got reinstated. Can you go ahead and check and see if you can log in? If you can, then you are considered an active employee again, and we can go ahead and, and start potentially using you. Like, let me just see what we can do. So I, sure enough, I was able to log in, right? And um, next thing you know, it's like, I start with them and, and I'm just gonna be at that point, this was like the beginning of 21, uh, you know, I'm part-time, I'm like their main fill-in, and they're letting me do it from my basement at home. <laughs> it was like super weird. Uh, and next thing I know, it's like a couple other stations came at me a couple months later. And I was like, oh, I don't actually know if I can do stuff for you. Let me double check with Boston. And they were like, well, if it's not in our market, sure, why not? And I was like, oh, wait a minute, I can build on all this. Okay, let's just, let's just see where this takes me. And I've really just been, anything that's been put in front of me, anything that's been put in my path, I feel like is there for a reason. So I'm not letting any of that just slip by. There's only been like maybe one opportunity in the last couple of years that I had to say no to. And it was really just because it was in the same market as something else. And I just, I didn't want to, you know, burn one bridge to, you know, create another. That seems silly. Um, so, and that, that other company was very understanding. Uh, so that's, that's always good. Like there's no, there's no bad blood there. You know what I mean? So um, leading up to now, uh, you know, I've, I've had a couple things that got a little juggled in the last couple months because I, I was on a station in Detroit uh, and was on there seven days a week. It was fantastic. It was a great opportunity. The station was being rebuilt. And then one day the company just decided, you know what, we're going to make a quick buck and we're going to sell it. And all of a sudden it was gone. And it was like, oh, crap. Uh, now what? And, you know, it, I just again, just the way the last couple of years have been, I was like, mm, I'm just this is all going to work out. Like, I'm just going to see what happens, you know? And sure enough, uh, you know, I, here I am just hanging out and I was getting some additional commercial work. And then all of a sudden I get an email and it's from Mix 94.1 in Canton. And uh, Joel is is an amazing programmer. And uh, I'm, I'm very thankful. Like the last couple of years, I've actually done some sporadic fill-ins for them. And, you know, it was just kind of hit and miss here and there, you know, it wasn't a ton of work, but it was anything that anything coming my way again, I was like, sure, I'll do it. And, um, you know, because of that, that mentality and treating everything like it's a newborn baby, right? You want to give it all the care that you can and make it as localized as possible. Even if I'm not, you know, sitting in, in a studio in Canton, Ohio, you know, knowing what's happening in that city, knowing that they have the football hall of fame and knowing that they have, you know, certain events going on and just even what the weather is, you know, these things are super important. Um, that hard work and that, that product I was giving them set me up now to, he was like, we love what you've been doing. Uh, we're going to be kind of revamping the station a bit. And we'd love for you to be on six days a week. What do you think? 
And I was like, sign me up, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take whatever, like, again, like, you know, it's just some people, I think, you know, they, they get into this radio industry and they have these massive dreams of being in New York and LA. And that was never my thing. Like I didn't, I wasn't in this to be Ryan Seacrest. I was in this to do what I love. And my simple goal was just to be here on the station I grew up listening to in Albany. And I had that job for like 10 years. Um, so it's like, you know, I, I lived my dream and now my dream is simply doing radio, which I love and having that flexibility, which I also now have. And it's, it's weird the way it's worked out because now um, I'm going to be doing six stations pretty much daily, nine of them total in nine different cities uh, between, you know, weekend stuff and fill-ins. And, you know, I coach the voice acting classes and whatever else I feel like doing, uh, you know? So my days are filled and it's, it's all the stuff that I enjoy, which is like most important, I think. Not everybody gets to live that life. So I'm glad that, that I'm able to, you know, sit here and be able to do that. <laughs> And uh, I appreciate you sharing your story because that just motivates me. And uh, even though I'm on a small radio step, a radio station right now in Georgia, they gave me an opportunity and it's uh, it's baby steps. And I'm hoping eventually I can sort of similarly do what you're doing as well with getting other, my show on other radio stations at some point. And one thing I've learned about this industry, Marissa, is connections are huge. Networking is the most important thing. And the way you've got to look at it too is don't look at it as networking and like, oh, this is work. Like, I think that was one of the most important things, not just in the last, you know, almost 20 years of doing this, but especially in the last few years. And and with all of the weird stuff that's been happening in the world, you know, I I've never treated these these working relationships as working relationships. These are friendships. Yep. You know, this is a radio is a family, you know, so yes. it's like when we were in the heart of COVID, it's like I, I was just checking in on people. You know, I wasn't expecting them to have any work for me. I knew they didn't have any work. I didn't care. I cared about them. You know, I wanted them to be OK, not just like, you know, physically healthy, but mentally healthy, uh, you know, because that was very important. And, you know, I still I still check on people. I mean, it, like that, like if you're not caring if you're only looking for a job then you're in like you're treating that relationship wrong uh you know because that is a selfish relationship you know don't only go to somebody when they can help you like go to go to them all the time and just check in just say hey like let them know what you're up to ask what they're up to you know like that's how that's how these relationships form and i'll tell you like everything that i've been doing all these opportunities it's because of those relationships. It's because of the care I've given them. You know, not only is it the product that I'm providing, but it's it, it's not just the quality. It's it's the the quality of care as well. And and that's why it's like I haven't really had a fight for work. I've just slowly let things kind of come to me in the last couple of years, and it's because of those relationships. So I'm glad that you see the importance. Absolutely, and actually, I've made a lot of friendships. I have. Had Chuck Swarski of the Chicago Bulls give me his phone number, and I've had so wow. many guests on, and I've become friends. And and Marissa, I consider you a friend mm -hmm. as well. And uh, it's just, I this is a passion of mine, and I can tell, I can sense it out of you as well. Yeah. And and this is something I want to do. And I'm still a work in progress and trying to keep improving and keep learning. And one thing I don't ever want to get into in this industry is to become complacent or have a big ego. Right, right. And and the thing what you just said is that you're still growing and you're still, you know, trying to get better and 
you should always be trying. Like e- even when you think like you're at your peak, like you're at your best, yeah. there's always ways to improve. I'm constantly listening back to things. I had a commercial that I did this morning um, and I, I probably could have gone and just kept the first take because it wasn't bad, but I was over there going, hmm. I don't know. I feel like I lost a little bit of my smile somewhere. Like, and I went and I did it again. And then I listened back. I'm like, "Mm, it's almost there. Uh, You know, so it's like, you've got to keep that care because once the care in what you're doing is gone and you're just like kind of throwing it away, I mean, it, it's reflected in what is heard. So you've got to keep putting that care in. And uh, when my every show's done, I always like to listen to it again to see what I did. Okay. What I did good or what I can do better for the next show. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only, it's the only and, way to know how you truly are, are doing is to go back and listen hundred percent. And fee and feedback's important too. Even if it's not a hundred percent positive, I, I, I kind of like to take feedback as well from people as well. Yeah, especially my guests. Criticism is important. You know, you can, yes. you don't want to like lean and like make it feel heavy on you because listen, it's just somebody's opinion, right? Their opinion is not necessarily, factual. Um, So you take what they say and you take it with a grain of salt and you just keep moving forward. And in some cases, like you can, you can tweak certain things, but not everybody's going to be, you know, (laughs) correct with what they're stating either. So it's like, you've got to just take what you're given and kind of work with every little bit to, to keep improving. And also, too, another word I want to use for this industry is being flexible. I'm always flexible with my guests' schedule. I work around it, and uh, that's the only way you can succeed in this in this in, yeah. in the in this industry is always being flexible. Because guests remember when you're flexible with them, especially oh, yeah. in the future. Oh, of course, and you know that, that yeah, that flexibility is going to make it so they'll want to do it again. Uh, you know, the flexibility, research, um, you know, uh, ge- the way, the, how genuine you are, like all those things. And the way I'm talking to you now is the way I'd be talking to you if we were at a, uh, basketball game or a, a coffee shop, etc. Right. Uh, Eric Smith and Chuck Swarski gave me that, uh, from the Raptors and the Bulls about that. Just, you can make your points and notes on a piece of paper, but when you talk to your guests, talk to them like you're in a, a sporting arena or just outside having a conversation. Yeah. You just gotta be a human. That's it. There's Absolutely. nothing crazy about it, you know? All right. I was going to ask you this question as well, because my show is done remote from Ontario and it goes to Georgia. This technology, Marissa, is just amazing. But what's it been like doing it remotely, uh, being self-employed? And what were some of the challenges? Um, I I think at first the challenge was making sure that the quality audio wise was up to par, Uh, you know, so so that that was very important. And you know, making sure that I could kind of mentally do the juggle of work because when I started doing all this stuff remote, you know, it's like I was, I was coaching or teaching full time. So I was doing that five or six days a week with the first station I had on just on a weekend. So like, it was very easy to to accommodate and make sure that happened. Uh, But then one by one, it's like I had stations added me on during the week on top of a full time nine to five. So it's like, okay, how can I make this happen? Um, and it was just, it's a lot of organization. Like I can tell you right now, like this is a checklist and it's like, I have this for each day. So I know what work I need to get done, what is done, uh, maybe what needs to still be edited, um, you know, try to keep it all straight. And, and um, I think like 
the the biggest hurdle that I had to get through was building up the the side work, the radio stuff to the point where I was making enough money in that that I could pull back on my full-time voice coaching. Um, and that was a tough choice to make. You know, it's it's you're taking a risk on yourself and and your talent and you know your capabilities and when I presented uh, what I did to the voice coaching company, they were like ecstatic for me, which was the reaction I wasn't, I guess I wasn't expecting it, but it was like, you know, uh, gladly uh, accepted. Um, and, you know, I, I said, like, I, I just, I really, I would love to stay on. Uh, I would love to do kind of like bookends of the week almost and, and keep on for, you know, a couple of days. Um, if I could do it all remote, that'd be fantastic. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing your podcast because I know it's hard to have somebody come in and just, you know, blather about, uh, about voice, uh, the, like the world of voiceover for, you know, 10 minutes at a time. Um, and, and they were thrilled for me. So, you know, I, I ended up kind of doing that transition back in February from going from full-time teaching to just part-time. And, and then the headache is, trying to figure out financial financially what like what money is coming in and how much is really mine uh right because like a lot of this is done through like just contract work so there's no taxes taken out and that then becomes this kind of juggle so like with my uh, my tax lady my accountant like like this year uh, specifically, like we decided, decided, all right, I'm going to start paying ahead on my taxes uh, just to kind of make it. So it's like, all right, there's already a nice chunk towards what I'm going to owe. And hopefully it's all covered, um, you know? And so it's, it's a lot of, a lot of things being done differently than the normal, like you go into the office, you work nine to five, you come home, you're done. And, and that has been a lot of me trying to just like mentally almost retrain my brain how to work um because you know now all the the audio and technology kinks are kind of worked out it, it's it's now the the finances and the fact that it's like okay when the recording is done because everything's done a little bit in advance it's not like wildly in advance but it's done you know the morning of or whatever it's like once my recording is done the day is mine it feels really weird to be in the like grocery store Wednesday in the middle of the day, <laughs> you know, doing doing errands when I'm on the radio in a few yes. different markets. You know what I mean? And and then yeah. it's like I, I'm kind of like rolling the cart through Walmart, feeling like I'm gonna get fired and like I'm doing something wrong. But in reality, it's like who's gonna fire you, Marissa? Your work is done, and you've got 13 jobs. Like <laughs> you know, so. It like that's I think the biggest challenge is it's it's like a, a variation of imposter syndrome because I'm over here like, yeah, I'm a radio personality and yeah, I'm doing my thing. And then I still feel like I'm going to get fired, even though I'm do I'm getting nothing but like great feedback from everybody. So it, like it's just it's a mind twist of anything, but it's worth it. I will say that because it's given me the opportunity to be much more relaxed more appreciated than ever, uh, I would say in my career. And it's given me opportunity to live a little bit too. Um, radio full-time takes over your life. And this, this still takes over my life, but in a much different way. Absolutely. I got to ask you this. I don't know if you have an agent or not, but I know with me, with, with the radio station and then getting sponsors for my show, I've learned now I've got to be a little bit more of a better business this person than when I first started this a couple years ago. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have anybody. Um, honestly, it, it's, okay. it's, it's been me from the beginning. Like I've had people ask if like, I have like a, like an LLC, like as a, you know, um, you know, your own business and, and truly I probably should, <laughs> but I haven't gotten that far yet. Like I already, like, I know what I would call it and everything. Um, but I just haven't taken that leap yet. And I think it was just because like, again, like it was only since February that I really stepped out to do all of this on my own. And, um, and it was just, yeah, again, it was a risk. It was a risk to take and it's been worth it. And now it's just a matter of, you know, taking each small step, right? Like you said, it's the small steps to get to where yeah. you want to be. And that's, that's the same thing for me as well. It's always small steps to get to the, the bigger goal. And what is the bigger goal? I, I mean, I'm not even quite sure what the bigger goal is for me just yet. Um, there's always something to reach for, but right now it's just to have the, I think the consistency and, and kind of just allow myself to fully adjust before I take a giant leap into, you know, some other pool of this. But, you know, it seems like it's all coming together and I'm just going to hope that that's the case. And I just, as long as I keep manifesting it, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> so. It's like tomorrow night, I'll be doing camera work for a, a hockey game. Uh, OHL is like a feeder league for the NHL and my show will be on the radio at eight o'clock at night. So I'm on the radio, but I'm doing I camera work so i can kind of relate that when my shows are done remotely and kind of recorded ahead of time so it's kind of a nice feeling to to listen to my show and i'm actually doing camera work at right. the same time. yeah it, so, it, it is weird yeah. like I, you know I, I would listen especially um to the station that i was on in detroit just because i was on there so so consistently and frequently um you know i would almost like it would be pulled up on my phone and i just plug it in and hop in the car and all of a sudden i heard i would hear myself and i'm like you know, it's, it's like crazy to almost kind of forget and then like kind of make yourself laugh in the moment. And then like, you know, it, it, it's, it's a great way to also go back and kind of be able to listen and critique and like, see what you can improve on. Like we were talking about before. Um, but it is, it is funny. Like I've been in circumstances, uh, you know, at my friend's bar and like, they'll just put one of the radio stations on and I'm like mid conversation. And then all of a sudden on the radio and I, I have to like physically stop speaking because I, it, it's, it's hard to talk when you're talking. Like, you know, it's, it, it's like one of those weird, I don't know, like a, it's like a inception, like a dream within a dream. Like it's in a world within a world for, for me, um, you know, being in two places or multiple places at once. <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to my voice because I know I've talked to other guests too. And when they first started in the the industry, they hated the sound of their voice, but I think I'm sort of getting used to it. it it's, it's the most common thing is that um, I talk to the students about this all the time. We have like a weird skewed view of how we sound. You know, it takes the listening back over and over and over and over again to, to really grow the ear for, you know, who you are and who you, what you truly sound like. Um, so like, I, you know, I've listened to myself an embarrassing amount over almost 20 years. Like I, I think what you're hearing is what I'm hearing at this point, but when I started, my voice was up here and I, like, I think it was just youth and being really green about what I was doing and very, um, just like still uneducated and uh, inexperienced and, you know, and just not comfortable either. I was super shy when I started and like, I, I still can be that way, but I'm much more relaxed than all of this. So it's like, all right, well, in the relaxation, my voice has deepened. Um, also, the asthma and all the medication that comes along, all the prednisone over the years, that has helped deepen it. Um, so, you know, but I think now it's just, yeah, it, it, it takes that adjustment period for you to get comfortable doing it and hearing it back, for sure. 
when I first started this four years ago, I was only on Instagram live and I was bad, but I kept at it. I kept <laughs> at it. My one friend kept believing in me, gave me some advice. And then I finally got my first guest on. And then it's just 320 episodes later with 316 guests. And I've yeah. had guests on from five different countries and it's just wow. amazing. But I tell people when you start a podcast or whatever, it's a lot of work. People just think, Oh, just put on your computer or whatever. But I like to do my research, my homework and promoting this on social media is a full-time job as well. And booking guests, booking yeah. guests is, 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 I love doing it, but it's a lot of work too. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody understands the the hoops that you jump through uh, to, to do a podcast, especially when it's just by yourself. Cause I mean, I had mine that I was doing for, you know, I started it during the pandemic and I was doing it up until I think I want to say near the summer of 21, maybe. Um, and I called hello from Mars, which it's still out there, but like, I, again, all this work that I started getting, like I had no, I had barely time to breathe, let alone try to, you know, do a podcast, get my friends here to help, you know, be guests and then try to edit and then post about it. And like, there was just no way. Um, and I would love to keep doing it. It was a lot of fun, uh, you know, but it, like they also take a bit to, to build and grow and have an audience and, you know, and you have to have that consistency. And I, I wasn't, I was just not able to get that consistency going just because of how busy I was. And I, I do two other shows uh, along with this, and I have co-hosts, uh, one for a CFL show and another one for a local news show. So I want to show the radio industry. I'm not just Mr. Sports Guy. I can yeah. talk about I can talk about business, local stuff, as well as sports, and uh, just trying to diverse myself. That's right. Diverse, to make my guests diverse and my shows diverse. Do you have time for two quick questions? Yeah, sure. And we'll wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Okay, no problem. This one I, I wanted to ask you too, Marissa. Um, do you find rate doing radio remote and live stream is the future of broadcasting long term? Um, yes and no. Uh, like, I I know there are probably some people that are in the industry that that want to think that somebody like myself who's doing it in this way, it's like you're part of the problem, uh, you know? Because you know, live and local has always been the, the one-two punch, right? Like that's what makes radio successful uh, is when you have somebody that is is right there, that is live, that knows the community, that can, you know, be within the community and be active in it. Um, and I think that is something that, that still needs to thrive. Uh, but I also think that what, what this has shown us in the last couple of years, you know, voice tracking prior to 2020, I believe in so many ways was treated as a throwaway for a lot of the radio personalities. It's like they, they wouldn't put the same amount of effort in, in voice tracking as they would if they were live. Uh, and, and I understand that, but I also think that's where, that's where things got a little sloppy. Um, and that's where we started losing listenership uh, because the, the care was no longer there. Um, so what I think is the difference is in, can can this be a, the direction that a lot of radio starts to move in? I think, yes, it can be for certain aspects of on the air, daytime-wise, um, you know, uh, uh, day part-wise is what I should say. It needs, to, it needs to have the care. Like the moment I started doing any of this, I was being as live and as local sounding as I could be. Uh, you know, it's like, 
I know more about what's happening in Boston. I know more about what's happening in Wilmington, North Carolina, Syracuse, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, Burlington, Vermont, than I even know what's happening in Albany. And, and the reason is, is every single time I put this microphone on in this studio, and depending on whatever market it is, I have everything pulled up in front of me. And I mean, up, up to the point where I'm talking about road closures, I'm talking about grand openings of things, I'm talking about the festivals that are happening that weekend. And, you know, you've got to, you can be a part of any of those communities if you do it right. You've got to put the care in. And I think that's the biggest difference. So I don't want it to be the full-on future of broadcasting, but I, I do think that it can be a major part. It can be like a 50-50 almost if it's done correctly. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes, and Chuck Skorsky of the Bulls told me this too. I might not be the most talented broadcaster, Chris, but nobody in the NBA will outwork me. And he said homework and preparation is huge. Yeah. And and you know what? Even though my show's on a small radio station and uh, I'm only on 19 platforms, I take care. I I do my best on every show because I care and I, I want to. Mm -hmm. I want my guests to enjoy coming on here. And my, and I want to have a good storytelling show. And uh, Marissa, I, I really appreciate you uh, uh, coming on today. I think I've kept you over 30 minutes. But um, I wanted to ask you this one quick question. Sure. We'll wrap it up. What is a fun fact about yourself that nobody knows about? A fun fact about yourself. Fun fact that nobody knows? I mean, somebody probably knows everything, right? Um, oh, God, fun fact. Um, God, I don't even know. Uh, like... I play guitar a little bit. I write music a little bit. Um, that was actually something I thought about, like going to Nashville to try to pursue songwriting at one point in, in between oh, radio wow. jobs. Um, I, I had a whole week plan that I was going to go to Nashville, try to get like into a radio station there and, and try to like slither that just because I had so much positive feedback about my songwriting. But, you know, the more I look at that, um, that industry as a whole, like, I mean, it is just very, very, like, if I think, radio can be challenging i mean the songwriting community i mean that is just um that is real real tough <laughs> uh, but i always use that as an outlet uh for like you know therapeutic purposes um anything other than that i mean if you follow me on like instagram or facebook it, like you you see kind of everything that i've got going on so just marissa on the radio but uh like uh, i'm currently doing a little self do-it-yourself project uh creating a little home gym space and we love the Barbie movie around here. So it is a Barbie gym. I mean, I hot saw pink. It. Yeah, you saw it. I, I saw know. It. Yes. And and like I'm I'm full on in the swing of doing all the painting and stuff. I had to do the insulation. I had to do the sheetrock and the the taping. And I'm not gonna say that it's perfect by any means, but uh, for for one girl, uh, you know, doing all the work and and then um, you know, I only had like a three month stint that I worked at Lowe's. Uh, you know, I think you know for my do it yourself project, I think it's coming along pretty nicely. <laughs> so absolutely. By the way, I have no musical skills, and uh, my um, my, I was gonna say I, I got no musical skills because I I did karaoke once in New York and I emptied out the bar. And uh, <laughs> as for doing it yourself, I uh, that's something I need to work on. I'm not Mr. Uh, Mr. or two time or uh, yeah, not, not home handy. improvement. Mr. Home improvement. I'm not going to say I am either. I'm just, I, I'm just, I keep following the YouTube videos and just hoping for the best, man. <laughs> what would we, what would we do without Google and YouTube nowadays? I don't know. Get lost a lot. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, what time are you on the air this afternoon, Marissa, for my audience, if they want to listen to you online? Oh, God. I mean, a lot of them I do midday. So, you know, either 9 okay. to 2 or 10 to 3. Um, I think uh, I'll be on a, a classic rock station based out of Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, that is from 7 to 11 tonight. Uh, so, but, you know, depending on where you are, you know, I know for, for me, I think listening wise, it's like eight to midnight, uh, but there's like an hour time difference. Uh, but everything, you know, everything of where anybody can hear me, um, you know, and just uh, like times and apps and whatever, I've got everything listed right at my Facebook. So just Marissa on the radio, um, and so feel free to follow DM, whatever, uh, you know, just a, a little, little message away. I have it on my ticker here as well. And I'm going to Put you on the spot where I wrap this up. Uh, Thursday night football, Lions and Packers. Who do you see winning? And Sunday, you got the Patriots and the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say, let's see. Uh, tell me again, who's tonight? Tonight is the Lions and Packers, Lions and Packers. from Lambeau Field. Um, just because yeah. I was on in in Detroit seven days a week, I'm gonna let's go Lions. You know, um, uh, like yeah. uh, they had a lot of promise last year, and so I'm just kind of hoping for the best for them. Uh, I would love to say the Pats, but I'm gonna go Cowboys on Sunday. I just feel like Pats have been they've been having some messy stuff going on, but I know the Cowboys have been too. So I don't know. That's a that's a toss up, man. I'm hoping that game ends up in a tie. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, three and all. So, but I'm yeah. going to tell you this, uh, Marissa. I'm going to let you go, but hey, I want to say thank you so much for coming on my show again, yeah, my course. 320th episode. And you know, you have an open invite to come back on again. And uh, what I'll do is I'll send you a uh, audio and video uh, link to our episode uh, okay. later this afternoon. And uh, I wish you continued success. And uh, I might be, and I might be down in your area this year for a national lacrosse league game as well. All right. Well, hit me up if you're in town. All right. We'll go have a drink. Deal. Sounds like that sounds like a plan to me. But uh, Marissa, thank you so much for coming on. And I hope you have a great afternoon. You too, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, guys, that was uh, Marissa Landcheck. She is uh, a radio personality and host. She's out of Albany, New York. Uh, she was in Boston last year, but she's out of Albany, New York, and she's on six stations right now. The Mix 104.1 FM in Boston, 92.1 FM, The Wolf. The Dude uh, hits 106.3, Mix 94.1 in Canton, Ohio, and she's also on 107.7 Now FM in Albany, Georgia, and you can follow her on Instagram. She's on Instagram at Marissa on the radio on Instagram, and she's also on Twitter at Marissa Radio, and she's on Facebook. Uh, uh, Marissa is on Facebook as uh, Marissa on the air as well. And I have a viewer comment. Ray, thank you for coming on. Is your guest on Instagram? Yes, Ray. She is on Instagram at Marissa on the radio if you'd like to follow her. And yeah, thank you for watching, Ray. I really appreciate that. Before we wrap this up, guys, I'm going to show you a little clip of my interview with former Major League Baseball player and now Major League Baseball scout with the Boston Red Sox. His name is Josh Ackerman, and I did this at Salem Field last week in Buffalo, New York. I'm here reporting from Salem Field here in downtown. Tonight's Buffalo Bisons game against the Norfolk Tides the uh, top farm team of the Baltimore Orioles. And I have a special guest here, and I'm going to bring him on. Can you just tell us your name, uh, sir? 
Hey, Chris, thank you very much for having me. My name is Josh Akami, the scout with the Sox. Um, I just got done playing uh, almost nine years, uh, all the way up to AAA for both Boston and Philadelphia. Um, first year scouting, learning so much, and I'm excited to, uh, to continue. You know, and learn. Josh, how much of an adjustment was it going from a, a player to now a scout uh, for the Boston Red Sox? And just quick thoughts on the Boston Red Sox organization and your time there so far. Um, it was it was an interesting transition. Um, I definitely felt uh, it felt different, you know, not being at the field, um, you know. My first thing was, you know, I'm not at the field all day anymore. It's not the 12, 13 hour days that, you know, really goes into it. And it's part of the uh, part of the grind. Uh, you know, now looking at it from the other side of the field, you, you know, you're looking at these uh, at these young players out there. Um, you know, they, they have all the tools in the world. And uh, it's, you know, just from the other side to get a look at, you know, look at them and uh, get a chance to project. Um, it's certainly interesting. And, um and honestly, from this side of the game, uh, Boston has been unbelievable with their development with me as a scout. Um, I remember uh, looking back in February when I started and seeing, you know, my earlier reports then and how they look now. It's uh, they've certainly come a long way. Uh, thank, thankful for um, you know all the scouts who have who I've had and uh, continue to help me develop. And um, and yeah, it's 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 been a, it's been, you know, pretty fun and, you know, really, really, you know, great thanks to them. They've made it a lot easier. Uh, last question, Josh, who are some players uh, to look out for for tonight on the Tides and the Buffalo Bisons? And uh, where can my audience find you on social media? Yeah, so um, my my both. Both Instagram and uh, Twitter, or I guess X, it's, they changed the name. Um, it's at Josh underscore Ock, O-C-K. Um, and, I mean, both these teams have a good amount of prospects on them. Obviously, you know, number one prospect in all of baseball being uh, Jackson Holiday, uh, Colby Mayo, uh, uh, this uh, center fielder, Kowser, uh for Buffalo, Luke's. Um, I mean, I mean, just uh, young young talent all over the field tonight. It's 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 pretty it's pretty fun to watch. Um, I'm excited to you know get a chance to see a little bit more of these guys and, uh, and get a chance to. Unfortunately, uh, guys, I apologize. The interview I ran out of memory and space on my phone, so I will have Josh Akami, a Major League Baseball scout for the Boston Red Sox, on live with CDP Sports Talk. Hopefully, in the next month, Josh is a good guy. Uh, he did play from Bo uh, Philadelphia and Boston, and now he's a scout uh, for the Red Sox. So that was done last week at Salem Field in Buffalo, and I want to say thank you to the Buffalo Bison's organization for this past year and letting me cover the team as a media member, and uh, I have some more live interviews I will be airing next week from my uh, work in Buffalo uh, at Salem Field as well, and uh, speaking of Major League Baseball, you got the Blue Jays and Yankees on tonight, uh, the Tigers and Royals on, this is the last... Uh,
uh, week for the Detroit Tigers as they've been along eliminated. And Miguel Cabrera, this is his uh, final few games with the Detroit Tigers in a Hall of Fame career. And uh, Miggy is one of the greatest Detroit Tigers of all time. And uh, I expect a statue and his number to be retired at Comerica Park uh, soon as well. Just to let you guys know, my next live with CDP Sports Talk as of now, sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet and on WQEE 99.1 FM weeknights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be Thursday, October 5th at 1230 p.m. Eastern. My guest's name is Victoria Makenjaola. Makenjaola. I'm going to try to pronounce that better for next week. She is a podcast host and a mental health advocate out of the Dallas, Texas area. So next Thursday at Thursday, October 5th at 1230, Victoria Makenjula uh, is my guest as well. I hope you guys can tune into that as well. And also, guys, I hope you can check my Argo Bounce Live audio show last night with Nick Small, my co-host and our special guest, uh, CFL Hall of Fame quarterback, Damon Allen as well. And since we were talking football before we wrap this up, my CFL picks for the week 17 games here in Canada. I've got Winnipeg over Toronto. I've got BC over Saskatchewan, Montreal over Ottawa, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats defeating Calgary. They have two games on Friday night and two on Saturday as well. Speaking of football, we'll talk some NFL. Thursday night football tonight, the Detroit Lions 2-1 against the Green Bay Packers 2-1. The Packers are coming off a 18-17 uh, miracle comeback against the Saints at Lambeau Field, being down 17-0 in the fourth quarter. I really think the Detroit Lions right now are, are a better football team than the Packers, and I'm going to pick Detroit winning this game tonight. 23-20. I have the Lions winning by three points, 23-20. And I'm looking forward to the Sunday games. You got Washington Commanders and Philadelphia Eagles at 1 o'clock. Uh, I, I think the Eagles should win that game handily. The game of the week to me should be the prime time game, not the Chiefs and Jets. Uh, the Miami Dolphins 3-0 against the Buffalo Bills 2-1. AFC hated rivals. Uh, the Miami Dolphins coming off a 70-20 win over Denver. Buffalo coming over off a 37-3 win over Washington. So right now, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to that game Sunday as well as Philadelphia-Washington. But the Buffalo-Miami game, I can see the scoring. <laughs> I think for um, I think that scoring, I could see Miami winning 41-34. I don't expect it to be a defensive battle. And uh, I think what might be the difference in this game between Miami and Buffalo is if uh, Josh Allen plays hero ball, or he plays smart ball. If Josh Allen plays the way he's capable of, Buffalo has a chance to win this game. But if he plays hero ball and throws interceptions, fumbles the ball, uh, Miami should win this game. But I'm still going with the Dolphins uh, to beat Buffalo at Orchard Park 41-34 as well. All right, guys, and I'm going to wrap this up in a few minutes. Live with CDP Sports Talk, a weekly sports and entertainment talk show hosted by yours truly, Chris Pame. Again, is on weeknights from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key of the home of Southern Talk. Uh, sorry, the home of Southern Sports and Talk, the heartbeat of Atlanta. The radio station's website, if you want to listen to it, is on wqeefm.radio12345.com as well. And I wanted to give a shout out today too to my friend 
friend Wayne McFarlane. Wayne McFarlane off of LinkedIn. Uh, he is the editor and publisher of the uh, monthly magazine called the Digital Briefing Magazine. So check him out on LinkedIn, Wayne McFarlane. And his website is thedigitalbriefingmagazine.com. I want to say thank you, Wayne, for having you uh, advertise my show on your magazine once a month as well. And I appreciate your friendship as well. Live with CDP Sports Talk is live streamed on these platforms on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, slash X, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And I want to say thank you, everybody, today for watching this uh, live streamed episode with uh, radio personality Marissa Lanchuk from uh, Albany, New York, as well. You can also follow me on my website, beacons.ai slash Christy Palme. All my previous episodes and all my digital content is on beacons.ai slash Chris D. Palme. Live with CDP Sports Talk is sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet Dealership at 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Check out barrycullen.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles. Or give them a call at 519-824-0210. Or you can email them at info at barrycolin.com as well. And I'm always looking for new sponsors. So if you're a local business or you're a business that's outside of the Guelph area, I'm always looking to get more sponsors for Live with CDP Sports Talk or the Argo Bounce Live Audio Show and the Small Talk Podcast Show, which will return, uh, I believe, on Saturday, October 7th as well. You can also follow me on TikTok at Live with CDP. That's at Live with CDP on TikTok. I post a lot of content there as well. StreamYard is the official live stream provider of Live with CDP Sports Talk. If you're into webinars or podcasting such as myself, check out StreamYard.com as well. Live with CDP Sports Talk, the audio version is available on these platforms iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasters, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, CastBox, LinkedIn, Pandora, and TunedIn, and WQEE 99.1 FM, weeknights at 8 o'clock. Finally, you can email me or text live with CDP Sports Talk at cpalme19 at gmail.com or you can text the show at 519-820-7188 if you have comments, questions, or suggestions. Uh, any kind of feedback would be greatly appreciated as well. And you can also follow me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and also my YouTube channel, uh, I have 226 subscribers, and uh, if you'd like to subscribe, hit the subscribe notification and the like notification as well. And I do a lot of YouTube short videos as well on there. And I'm also on LinkedIn if you wish to follow me on LinkedIn as well. And that, that's about it, guys. I am looking forward to the weekend. We got NFL going on. We got the CFL going on, and we got college football going on. And I'm really looking forward to a, a good Thursday night game between the Lions and the Packers. And again, I've got the Lions winning 23-20 over the Packers. And uh, that's about it. I want to say thank you to my guest, Marissa Lanchek, for coming on my show for a second time. And make sure you check her out again on her social uh, media pages before we leave. You can check Marissa out on Twitter at Marissa Radio. 
in cap locks or on Instagram at Marissa on the radio in cap locks as well. And again, she's on six stations in six different cities. So she's a good person and she's good at what she does. She's also a voiceover artist and she has her own podcast shows too. Uh, just check, uh, type in her name and her podcast show will come up there as well. That's about it, uh, guys. Um, thank you, everybody. I've had a great week of shows uh, with Lauren Schoff, uh, Lisa Cole, uh, Damon Allen came on the Argo Bounce Live audio show last night. Thank you to the CFL Hall of Fame quarterback and legend, Damon Allen. And again, thank you to Marissa Lanchuk, uh, radio personality out of Albany, New York, for coming on today as well. So I hope everybody has a great day, great evening. Enjoy Major League Baseball and NFL, CFL, college football. It's a great time of the year for sports, including the return of the National Hockey League preseason. And the OHL opens up this weekend as well. And I will be at the Sleeman Center in Guelph on Friday night to do some camera work for Rogers TV for the Guelph Storm's 32nd year in the league uh, home opener against the Owen Sound Attack. So that game is on 7.30 on Rogers TV, and I will be doing the handheld camera for that game as well so all right everybody have a great afternoon great weekend and we'll see you next week for live cdp sports talk brought to you by barry cullen chevrolet here in guelph and weeknights at eight on wqee 99.1 fm in metro atlanta